Well, hey, welcome once again to In the Growth Space, where we discover new ways to grow our business, grow our teams, and grow ourselves. I'm your host and growth coach, David McGlennon, and I'm really glad you're here. Now, if you haven't yet subscribed, please go out and subscribe to the podcast and rate it and review it on Apple or wherever you consume your podcasts. And that helps us to reach more people who want to grow and, and learn to integrate their life and their work. This episode is sponsored by the Emerging Leader Inner Circles, a growth experience by Impact Leadership Consulting. The Emerging Leader Inner Circles is a group coaching and masterminding environment that was created to give new and emerging leaders the safe space to learn, practice, prepare, and execute their leadership roles. Not only do the members grow personally, the company gains the fuel it needs to accelerate the growth and sustain a healthy culture. It's an all-virtual environment with leaders from all over the world. If you're a small to mid-sized company and want a very economical way to prepare your next-level leaders, the Emerging Leader Inner Circles is a great way to prepare them. We're forming new circles now, and we'd love to talk with you to evaluate if it's a good fit for you or your team. Send an email to admin at davidmcglennon.com, and we'll set up a time for an evaluation call. So in this episode, I wanted to cover a topic that has everything to do with growth. You see, over the course of the last few weeks, I've had on some amazing leaders and some amazing business owners and authors that have experienced growth in their own lives. And as I've listened back to those conversations and had time to reflect on the things that have been shared and the things that we talked about, the one thing that came up for me is how each story is so unique, but they also have some common themes. And I think that we can listen to these stories and miss some of those themes that weave together in order for us to see our own growth. And as I listened to each of the last several episodes, I noticed that it's, it's really easy to hear these stories and great lessons, but not understand what that growth process actually felt like. So whether it's taking a step to sell your dental practice that you built over decades like Dr. Gary Sanchez of the Y Institute did, and we heard from him in episode 19, or losing your way and almost losing a business because of not understanding your own self-worth like Aaron Eddy of So Worth Loving. No matter what the issue is, growth is a process of change, and it feels messy, and, and quite frankly, growth is messy. And by the way, you can hear Aaron's episode in episode 18. What a great story and what a great, a great book uh, that we were able to discuss on that episode. In my own growth, it's always come with heightened emotions. If you think about it, an emotion is energy in motion. E-motion, energy in motion. These emotions that ignite within us, they get triggered. They get triggered by situations or conversations and words and they just get set and, and, and set off different feelings. And if we've ignored those feelings for a long time or we stuff them down or we just allow them to sabotage us, we bounce back into what feels safe and, and it's our comfort zone, even though that, that isn't helping us to move forward into growth. We, we move back, we move away from that barrier, that what I call the terror barrier. And I know for a lot of leaders and, and for leaders of a certain era, 
it was just expected that those emotions couldn't come into our workplace. It, it was programmed into people from that industrial era because most most things were task driven. I, I, you know, almost everything was task driven. You know, we needed to get this raw material along a process that ended up in the final product. So it was just expected that you just do the task and leave your feelings aside, just get the widget made. And it didn't matter that you found out that your wife has cancer, or it didn't matter that your kid uh, missed soccer practice. And it didn't matter that you felt slighted when you didn't get the promotion. The goal was just do your job. And for some reason, in that industrial era, it just was less human. And I, I don't know, maybe it was because the business and, and, and commerce that was, was taking place then was turning towards machines and assembly lines and creating products. And I guess that's just my perspective, but it seems like everything was, was focused on just getting the job done. Now, thankfully, we've moved from that era, and, and I know that many companies are now really beginning to rehumanize the workplace. And I talked with Dr. Rosie Ward in episode eight about that topic, about rehumanizing the workplace. She has a, a wonderful book uh, on that topic. And there are many more leaders who really are awakening to the fact that we have humans that are achieving our results so that we can help our people to become emotionally more intelligent. And when we do that, um, that gives them the tools to navigate those emotions that come up. And, and when they get outside of their comfort zone, we help them to be able to seize more of their potential that's within them. And when that happens, the company benefits, the company grows. My mantra is, is that when the people of our companies are growing, doing those things that they've never done before, the company will grow and do things that it has never done before. There have been so many companies that have demonstrated that. And they've demonstrated that when people are valued, when the people that are within the company are happy and engaged and fulfilled, the company thrives. If you look at the company growth trajectory of companies like Chick-fil-A or Barry Waymiller, Costco or Chipotle, it's remarkable. The, the public companies that are on the firms of endearment list have outperformed the S&P 500 by a multiplier of over 10. I mean, it's almost unbelievable, but it's amazing to see these companies who value their people and who routinely help them get into that growth space. It's, it's really remarkable to see the performance of these companies. But the, the problem is, is that growth isn't comfortable. And I know I've said this before on, on an episode in the past, that, that growth kind of sucks. I mean, it just is not fun. You, you, you've just got to really, really embrace that suck and embrace that disorienting and discomforting feeling because that's where all the magic happens. That's where the growth happens. That's, that's the growth space. And I'm sure if you ask any leader in those companies about growth, I'm sure that you discover that they had to do things that they'd never done before. And they experienced those feelings of, of being disoriented and being uncomfortable and, and really maybe even not knowing what that next step looked like. So back in episode five, I talked about breaking through the terror barrier when we get outside of our comfort zone. 
I thought what I'd do in this episode is just maybe take that just a step farther and describe what it really feels like to grow, at least from my perspective, and give you a couple of examples of, of my own growth experience. So one of my experiences um, is to really grow in the area of, of public speaking and and to know um, what it means to to actually speak off the cuff. And, and I know that that is um, such a, a difficult topic for a lot of people. Just public speaking in general, I know, is, is a difficult uh, topic and a difficult subject and, and a difficult task for a lot of leaders to, to, to do. But that was a growth area for me that I knew that I wanted to, to enter into back in 1996. So I joined a local Toastmasters club and Somehow, I got elected as president of this newly forming club, and so I had to learn how to not only run a meeting, but also participate in the table topics section or session. And this is this session of the, of the meeting is where the, the table topic master comes up with a topic and, it ge- and gives it to you to speak on, and you've got to immediately come to the front of the, of the room and and come to the lectern and deliver a one-minute talk with a, an opening, a body, and a closing. Now, my strategy, and I know that are, there are a lot of people who have this strategy when you're in the room, it's, it's to walk slowly to the lectern, and, and while you're doing that, that's when you're thinking of, of the opening line that you're going you're gonna to use for your, t- for your talk. Now, that feeling of not knowing what I'd say uh, created a lot of sweaty palms and heart rate racing moments. And my mind was on hyper alert status as I'd walk to the front of the room. But I learned to reframe those moments from thinking, please don't call on me, please don't call on me, to actually thinking, pick me, pick me. I want this. I want this opportunity. And after years of practicing that skill weekly, it became almost second nature to me. The time in between there was really my growth space. It was uncomfortable for a while, but now as I look back on those experiences, I see that growth. Growth is is rarely seen in the moment unless you're really aware of it and you're really aware of that feeling of growth. And that's what I hope you get from this episode, that it's, it's an awareness of how it feels um, when you're in it. And, and so that you can really see it and, and allow it to help shape you and, and allow it to help you push through that terror barrier to be able to embrace the suck, so to speak, and really move into your own growth space. Now, that doesn't mean that those feelings are all just going to magically disappear. Um, as another example, I'll give you a story. And it was uh, actually it was five years ago last week when I was in the country of Paraguay, South America with John Maxwell. And I got invited up on stage to share with an audience of about 300 people of my experience that day of, of leading leaders in, uh, I, I know actually that day it was a hospital. We were leading uh, roundtables and teaching leaders how to conduct these these, these roundtables, these leadership roundtables in areas of, of the government, uh, areas of, of healthcare, um, uh, industry. And I had no script to share what I was going to share that night. 
there was a time limit and that time limit actually got kept getting shorter and shorter as the speakers that went before me went over there a lot of time. And so not only was there a time limit, but there was one of the most gifted speakers on the planet there on my left side. I had to think quickly of the points that I was going to make. And, and I had to use the story that I had experienced earlier in the day, but my heart was still racing and my brain was on hyper alert. I did know though, I was in the moment and I knew that this was going to be an experience that I'd never forget. I love rethinking about it. I always think about this time as preparation meeting opportunity. I prepared for that moment for nearly 10 years and I was still uncomfortable. I still had a dry mouth. I still had a racing heart. And I know that when John reached out his warm hand to shake mine and thank me that day, I'm sure that he had to wipe the sweat from my hand uh, on his after we concluded our, our handshake. <laughs> um, but one other quick example I'll, I'll give, and I'm pretty sure that I've talked about this um, before on another episode, uh, but I, 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 I took a trip to the Arctic Circle um, back in February of 2020. So not only was I traveling to one of the most remote and harshest environments on the, on the planet, but I was also learning and delivering content lessons that were new to me. You know, the workshops that I was going to deliver, I'd never delivered them to a live audience before. Now, the groups were fairly small and the people there were incredibly accepting, but I still wanted to deliver well. I had a standard of my own that I wanted to uphold. And I had this uneasiness about the flow of the content and the timing with a live group of people. It's, it's so much different than when you're just rehearsing it. When you're rehearsing it, you can only imagine what people will say, let alone having a live group of people interacting, giving you their thoughts or their questions. And that made me to be in that hyper-aware state. Now, I stumbled, I know, in some places, but I made mental notes about those places so that when I delivered the same workshop the next time, I didn't make the same mistake. That uneasiness of delivering new content is always hard, but it's the feeling of growth. There is always the sense of disorientation in growth. It's a feeling of discomfort, like when your muscles are getting worked beyond their current capacity, but growth is always worth it. So let me ask you, what's it worth to you to change your life or change your business or change your outlook? What's it worth to begin creating that new path for yourself? Are you willing to step out and feel that uneasiness? Maybe you'll be disoriented and, and you'll feel like you don't know all the steps. You'll feel like you're driving in a fog and you can only see a few feet in front of you. You know, when you feel like you're driving in the fog, but your lights are, are, are not cutting through, so you can only see what's immediately in front of you, you're in that growth space. Keep pushing on, even though that feels so unnatural and, and so scary. You know, you don't go to the gym just one time and think you're going to come out looking like that bodybuilder, do you? I, I sure hope you don't. It takes showing up over and over and over again. The first time you go to the gym, you're going to feel the effects of it a couple of days later. 
And even the next time you go, you're going to feel the effects of it. And you're going to keep feeling the effects, but you have to show up. You have to go time and time again. You have to repeat over and over and over again. It really takes being willing to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Now, if you're the leader of your company or the leader of your team or, or leader of your business unit, you've got to be willing to show the way. You've got to be willing to set your ego aside and notice what comes up for you when you enter that growth space. And one thing you're going to probably hear is the voice of your inner critic. And I'll probably do an episode on this dealing uh, with that, that whole phenomenon of your inner critic. But don't fall into the trap of running back to the safety of your comfort zone when that voice gets loud. Keep doing new things that you've never done. Keep saying yes to new experiences. Growth is worth it. Your business is worth it. Your people are worth it. And most definitely, you are worth it. So what can you take away from this episode? How will you get yourself to feel those emotions of growth? What's just one thing that you can put in action? Go do it. Make a commitment to feel that disorienting fog of growth. You're not going to like it at first, and you'll likely run back into the safety of your comfort zone once or twice, I'm sure. But let me encourage you to get back outside of it. Be willing to be someone that you've never been before. Be willing to do something that you've never done before. And when you do, you'll have things that you've never had. You'll look back and be glad that you got out of your comfort zone and busted through the terror barrier. And unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you look on it, you're going to repeat this process over and over and over again as you continue to expand your comfort zone because what happens is your comfort zone gets bigger. And so you have to do bigger things, bolder things, and keep getting outside of that so that you continue to develop the full potential that's within you. Well, thank you again for, for listening in to this episode. And I, I'm so grateful for all of the listeners. And, and I, I, I keep getting feedback and, and really appreciate that feedback. So if you've got someone who you'd like to hear on this podcast, please send a, a, an email to admin at davidmcglennon.com. Love to uh, have new people to, to be on the, on the podcast to um, hear their growth story, hear their business growth story, hear their, their personal growth story. Um, and we've got some really great conversations coming up with some incredible leaders who are going to share their own growth space journey. So make sure that you've subscribed so that you don't miss any of those episodes. And, and again, please go rate us and, and review the podcast. And, and if you'd share it with your friends, I'd be certainly grateful. We really want to make an impact on the growth of more organizations and, and more teams and people. And if you've subscribed, Next week, you're going to really love the episode because it's a great story of, of someone who overcame some really difficult life circumstances to grow personally and professionally. And that's about all I'm going to say about it right now. So make sure you go out and catch the next episode. So I appreciate you listening in and, and I appreciate getting your questions and your feedback. So until next time, be well and remain in the growth space.